What are you doing? What are you doing? He never let us a guard that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe. I am a golden god! Adam K., the brewmeister. I get more action in a week than you've had your entire life. And the lovely Lady M. I just feel like... I'm excited, and I feel relaxed, and I'm ready to party! Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. I'm wearing jeans and a white beater. I don't know that You that's... really don't know the reference, do you? I don't get it. It's another moment of feeling old. <sighs> did, did anybody know the real Like, Jessica name? Simpson did the Daisy Dukes movie. Well, there you go. Well, she played the modern... Yeah, right, I know that. Yeah, but that, that's what Daisy would wear. Uh, oh, I mean, actually, I, did have, I do have a flannel in the car. No, she didn't wear flannel, but... Well, know, technically, the, Jessica Simpson did have a flannel in the music video wrapped around her waist while she was waxing the General Lee. Yeah, but... That wasn't. That isn't really what Daisy do. But about. she is getting Daisy to Dukes the reference that she the, was working for. The but the shorts. bottom of the butt cheek showing. Yeah. No, I don't have any butt cheeks. I know that's true. Though. But it's a Daisy Duke's <laughs> outfit, nonetheless. Yeah. Fair enough. Easter Sunday, we uh, hope all our uh, we all hope all our friends out there and loyal listeners had a happy Passover this week and a happy Easter this weekend. Any plans for Easter? I'm actually heading straight over to Marco Island. Oh, nice. Uh, right after the show. Spend the Easter, Easter with my fam. Adam? I have no plans. Now, Adam, I heard a rumor. I just want to know it's true. Okay. It, I, I heard this from one of your former roommates. Is it true that you actually, uh, for Easter, uh, color your testicles? Wow. That's what Do I heard. Multicolor, multicolor. You know, you sit there and you paint them. And, you know. uh, not that I'm aware of unless I'm you you really us. drunk. <laughs> Maybe it happened one year. He doesn't oh, remember. Goodness I gotta tell you, I'm pretty Mental sure I would remember waking out. up. The Mick has, has said that you have colored your testicles for Easter. Before. I have no idea yeah, where he got that idea. Yeah, you probably could do it before. You just don't even know it. Uh, I think I would remember waking up with differently colored testicles. <laughs> Interesting. Well, last night I had just have to share this really quick. I and actually I'll share the recipe on Facebook uh, after the show. I have this awesome recipe for zucchini bread. Well. In, you know, I just like to begin. There's nothing really awesome about zucchini bread. About zucchini no, and bread. Not true. 
Anywho, I didn't have any zucchini, so you know what I used? Carrots. That's why I made a Easter carrot bread. Well, that's what carrot cake comes from. And it's from. amazing. You think you I ate one loaf last cake. night. Yeah, well, it's oh, yeah. amazing. Lady M thinks she discovered the wheel. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Did that it my recipe like is awesome. Hashtag no, cooking Emily's way. What yep. is that? Hashtag cooking yes! Emily's way. Yes, high five that. Come on. <laughs> no, because I think it's the most dist- weirdest then thing ever. Then stop following me. I'm starting you, a vlog. You're the one who put me on there. I'm starting Did a vlog. Did you really hashtag I'm cooking Emily's way? Yeah. I thought it was just a joke. No, it's something she does I'm all the time. I'm starting a vlog. <laughs> Let me show you. Do you think she reinvents the wheel okay, every time she does Instagram it? Okay, go on Instagram and hashtag cooking Emily's way. Are you kidding you me? You guys can follow all of my recipes in my blog. Really? Yeah. Oh, this is actually funny. See, yeah, I, I got some good stuff on there. Do you have Duncan eating this food? No. Yeah, you Duncan's even make like bacon and fried chicken and hamburgers and ribs and shove it down that boy's throat. That was my gyro last night. Oh, yeah, cooking Emily's way with a gyro. <laughs> By the way, you know what's called a gyro? It's whatever I want to call it's it. It's called a gyro. I, I'm happy gyro. calling it a gyro. I like to pronounce the G. Gy. Yeah. Like the Django? Just like Django. Did you say Django when you watched the movie? That was a really good movie. Did you go tell people I watched Django? No. Okay. It's a Euro. The D is silent. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. That being said, I'm on day what now? 37 of this retarded juice challenge? No, you're on day like 41. No. Mm-hmm. It can't be 41. I'll go get the calendar. Really? Yep. We were on what? 30 something last week? I don't think it's. Eh, I don't Didn't know. Didn't you say like 30? Either way, it's getting a little frustrating now. I've only lost two pounds this week. It's getting semi depressing. You know what? I feel great. I feel like a million bucks, honestly. Someone from the crowd just asked me. But, you know, mm-hmm. drinking, it's, just, it's not even so much not eating, though. I have to be honest. I, I have had some solid food mm-hmm. about three occasions. But, you know, it's drinking the juice is now becoming abysmal. It's like medicine. I can't even tolerate looking at juice anymore. It's so bad. But your body naturally is going to hit a plateau. Because you've lost the easy weight. It's going to be a little harder now, but you can't get discouraged. You've got to just keep doing what you're doing. Speaking It'll of pay off. I like to about run. a racquetball game this week. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Lady M and I have been playing racquetball. I'm well, you know what? The funny thing is is that he canceled on Friday because he's I was afraid. sore from the game. No, I afraid. No, 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 no. I was sore from the game, honestly. Fear. He's afraid. Let me tell you something. What we've been playing now, three years almost, on and off? About. But on and off for three years, she's never won a game. Not ever, one game. Ever. I've won a lot of points, just I, never a game. I, I've actually even told her, you know, you're going to win someday. Mm-hmm. Just not today, you know, mostly. <laughs> well, and then she'll probably just quit. After mostly that and be like, my response. Drop the racket, get out, all I need is one. Boom. Well, Wednesday we got up to play. I have to admit, it probably was one of the most vigorous games I've played in probably the last 10 years. We warmed up a little bit, and let me just tell you something. During my warm-up, I just wasn't hitting anything right. I'm just telling you that the ball was going sideways, whiffing, wasn't hit, you know, completely just off target. And I'm like, wow, what is this like the worst warm-up I've ever had in my life? And I actually said to her, you know, you might win today if I play like this. So Lady M takes an unprecedented 6-0 lead. In these, yes. Six points unanswered. Okay? Mm-hmm. She's on fire. She's on fire. And now she goes up for... Fire! She goes up to serve, you know, point seven, And as she's serving, I see her, like, crouch over and shake her fists. You're getting and, so out. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. 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 I shook my racket. Yeah, and she I did shook her circle. racket. Shook her, and I, I, I see it. She's saying to herself, this is it. Today's the day. I'm going 
going to win a game. I start laughing. I start laughing my butt off. And I'm like, is that hope? Do I see hope there? You actually think you're going to win today? So that kind of fired me up. But she did hold her own and actually kept the lead for 12 to 10. Oh. But then in normal lady in fashion, as she said how she used to take the ball all the way downfield and miss the goal mm-hmm. when she was an elite <laughs> soccer player, yeah. she choked up and lost 15 to 12. Yep, I did. But that. it was a very valiant effort. But it was a good game, and I was hot. Like Abe says, you should never be happy with a loss. You never settle. That's but, my attitude. But I, I, I can say that I was genuinely happy with my performance, and I, I could settle that day. And that's for why my she loss. lost. And that's why I lost. I will never win when I settle. For when you're willing to accept defeat as a victory, it happens. You know, we really ought to but add I to your can't... nickname level. Added honest Abe. Hope killer. <laughs> but when you lose, you're going to say, I'm, I'm happy with that loss. It was a good effort. No, the yeah. day I lose, I'll finally say my grasshoppers come to terms. After three <laughs> years, you should be starting to beat me by now. All right? Stop with that double-handed backhand. I can't. It's not tennis. You can't break a habit that has been instilled in somebody for 25 Listen, years. I've played with three tennis players over the years. Yes, you can. Actually, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. A skilled person can Ouch. Ooh. Ouch. I can't wait till I beat you. <laughs> and I'm going to make you run so hard that game. You uh, just listen, wait. I, I look forward now. to the day you beat me. I really do. You oh, have no idea. As a mentor of pupils, you always hope that the student eventually becomes better than the master. And I am coming. I'm waiting for that day. Yep. Here. See if you can grab this cigar out of my hand before I close it. <laughs> <laughs> and there it goes. <laughs> Almost cracked my cigar. Speaking of cigars, we're getting ready to... Did you light yours up yet? I did not, because I don't have any fire. I'm going to be honest. I haven't had one of these mm-hmm. ever yet. Have what you? is it? No. Um, I, I, even when we had the pre-release. Even when we had the pre-release, I didn't have one. I actually had one the other day, and then the AV guy and I were working on a project because something broke, and he had a cigar in the ashtray, and I had a cigar in the ashtray, and he was standing on the other side of the counter from me. He comes around the counter, and I'm like, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. That's mine. And he put it in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had it for two minutes. I had it oh, lit. Gross. <laughs> I was like, no. I was really looking forward to that. Speaking of AV guy, that's it, Michael Valinsky. Yes. Who has posted on our Facebook. Oh, it was Mike that did yes. that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he has posted on our Facebook. He just finished his 10-day juice. Oh, he looks commitment. great. I'm so he, proud just, of him. Just so our listeners know, because I was shocked when I heard about this, he ordered his juices from William Sonoma. Yep. Which... Sounds crazy, right? Wait, William and Sonoma, as in the but, catalog? Company? Yes. They sent him a 10-day pre-pack of all the juices for 10 days. Really? It was like $500. Huh. He finished his 10 days. He just texted me like last night, 23 pounds. Oh. I'm proud of him. He, lo- he feels you see amazing. It. And now he's going to continue a modified I stayed on him. I said, stay modified. He feels great. He got himself a juicer now. He's committed to juicing at home, so... You know, it's nice to see KMA changing the world and helping people out. One step at a time. One step at a time. But speaking of cigar, mm-hmm. um, there were some of these in the vintage room here at Casa de Cristo about a year ago. Yes. And, you know, of course, you know, we have, there was a very limited supply, so I didn't indulge. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the new Casa Cuba from Fuente. Yes. Uh, this is a Carlito project. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about it. Actually, I think Alan Goldfarb gave us one of these. Two years ago, when we were in the old studio, actually, the Mick was on the air with us at the time. You weren't even on the air with us at the time, back when we were in our old studio. Yeah. And um, that's how long this has taken to finally release. They released this, I know people 
across wow, the country. Wow, that was the, a long time ago. Yeah, that's how long it took to finally hit the market. They just came out this week, and you know, unfortunately for our listeners across the country, it's only, they're only, only releasing them right now in the state of Florida, Florida right now. Oh, that's this cigar. Yeah, it's gotcha. only in the state of Florida because of its limited production. So Adam K and I are going to light up this Casa Cuba. And, and everyone uh, across the country will know how good it is, but we'll, we'll be able to let find you know it how good local it brick and is. mortars. Up ahead, we have some uh, fantasy fumari and a new segment called Hit It or Quit It. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Are you tired of all the new cigars coming out? If so, forget all the new flavors of the week and return to a consistent classic. Casa Magna. Ranked the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Aficionado in 2008, Casa Magna delivers the same rich, bold flavors year after year and always at an affordable price. So the next time you walk into the humidor and feel overwhelmed by all the new brands you've never heard of, just grab a Casa Magna and rest assured you've made the right decision. Casa Magna. Taste delivered day after day, year after year. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hello, this is Nelson Ruiz with Moya Ruiz Cigars, and you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Lovers of full-body cigars are in for an awesome treat. Monty from Monte Cristo, a bold modern cigar, uniquely crafted with not one, but two binders. A robust Corojo binder is paired with a spicy Olor binder. The two binders add strength and complexity for an unbelievably flavorful smoke. A dark Ecuadorian wrapper gives the Monte even more punch, ensuring a knockout experience. Double binder, amazing flavor, great price. That's Monte. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honest Abe here with my gang, Adam K. and the lovely Lady M. We had some uh, phenomenal break humor there. I'm still so lost. I totally didn't hear it at all. All I heard was sandals. (laughs) All I heard was sandals, and then you, like, lost it like I've never seen before. (laughs) What happened happened was, (laughs) we were talking about there's a new bartender in training here. Yeah. So uh, she was working last night, and I was telling Lady M about it. And she's like, you know, how'd you do? I was like, you know, she was really good. But, you know, we have a, you know, basically a number two girl in charge here, Gwen. And, like, you know, Gwen had some complaints about her. But, you know, Gwen, she'll complain about Jesus, you know. Oh, my gosh. All she wears is sandals, you know. So I made a Jesus reference. Yeah. She goes, oh, what's the problem? Did she, did she just wear sandals? <laughs> in my defense, she was wearing sandals. <laughs> so <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> I still don't get it. I know. That's the best part. (laughs) She would complain about Jesus wearing sandals. Okay. Like, Jesus. What else is he going to wear? He's Jesus. Okay, yeah. But she would find something to complain about. Okay, get it. Okay. Got it. Wow. That was a good moment. Those watching the video feed are the only ones who got that reference I just made. Once again, I would like to go ahead and say... M, it's a good thing you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Listen, in the spirit of giving, we like to give away stuff at KMA. We're awesome. Uh, it was a social media word of the day. If you follow us on Facebook or Twitter, every Friday we post a social media word. And if you hear that word, be the 10th caller. What are our good friends are going to win today? A five-pack of Casacubas? Yes. Oh, that yes. sounds delicious. It's not only delicious, it's awesome. So if you're not in the state of Florida and don't know how to find them or get them, there's a great way to get your first five-pack of Casa Cubas. So uh, when you hear the word... We've already said call the it. word. Don't, they don't know that. Oh, okay. Unless they follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Yes. Or Give us a call. Well, Lady M just gave it away, so the phones are going <laughs> to ring off the hook now. Oh, Whether they knew the word or not. Yeah. Good job. No, but they don't know when we said it. doesn't matter. They haven't called by now. We said it like 20 minutes ago, 10 yeah. minutes ago. It's okay. I'm sure Colin has somebody on the horn. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, Zykar... Some of the makers of the best lighters and cutters guaranteed for life in this industry. Every week, give a KMA listener a great prize. What are the fine folks at Zycar giving away today? This week, when you are the 10th caller after hearing this sound, you will go home with one executive ashtray can, the Zycar ash can. This one's wrapped with that sleek stitched leather design. Great for your car, boat, golf cart, tractor, and more. And uh, we'll also throw in a 16-ounce bottle. Tractor? Yeah. Tractor? Yeah. Oh. What's a tractor? A tractor. It's good for your tractor? Yeah, you can put it on your tractor if you're driving a tractor. (laughs) It just seemed like a weird thing. An RV, whatever. You can put it wherever you want. You can put it in your freaking bathroom, Adam, if that's where you want to put it. That's right, Adam. You don't have a tractor? To each his own. I, I do not. <laughs> Where did you get that copy from? <laughs> I wrote it. You, you wrote it? I wrote it. <laughs> you put tractor in. 
<laughs> Where did you get tractor? Because I'm thinking like you're from. I mean, if you were from Iowa, yeah. I could see the reference. You're from Colorado and Philly. Where did you get the idea because for tractor? Because my dad used to drive around on his tractor in Colorado. No, in Philly. Downtown Philly, he'd ride a tractor. I ha- we had I grew up on five acres of land. Oh, did you? Yeah. Didn't know Philly. Oh yeah, Philly does have farms. I was in the suburbs. Well, suburbs. absolutely. You you get outside of Philadelphia, you yeah. might even find people not using electric okay, equipment. Okay, so so it's great for the tractor. <laughs> Move on. Oh man, and we're gonna throw in there uh, some humidification products: a 16 ounce bottle of the propylene glycol solution and a crystal 100 count uh, humidifier. All. Over a $60 value of Zycar prizes. Good stuff. Just be the call when you hear that sound. Uh, big congratulations to Bryce Williams, who is our social media winner. Bryce is from Port Richie, Florida, so our out-of-Florida residents uh, missed the boat on that. But he will get a five-pack of the Casacubas, which I'm sure he will enjoy. Much like I am now. Yes, it's actually very tasty. It's just mm. off to start. So, But I'm going to keep my opinions till I... Get all the way through the cigar. Mm-hmm. So we got a new we got a new segment. Hit it or quit it. And I understand there's going to be an audience participated segment here. No intro. Yes. Hit it. Oh yeah. Or quit it. That's the wrong. You be the judge. All right. So we have James. James, welcome to My Ash Radio. Good to be here. James, where are you from? Boynton Beach. Boynton Beach. Look at him, right in the heart of town. And what are you smoking this morning? A El Centurion in the Nice. Porto. Enjoying it? Love it. Good pipping cigar. Yeah. Did you ever smoke the original El Centurion when it was no. originally released? Oh. You missed out. You have some? I wish. Believe it or not, we did for the longest time after everybody was out. And I then mean, some guy came in and bought the last yeah. one, and I almost punched him I mean, him in I the think face. we had them like two years, three years after yeah. everybody was gone. But uh, they were they were all gone. But it's still solid cigars. I'm slowly buying them. Slowly buying them. Oh. But the original Centurions were off the hook. So, uh, James, this is how we're going to do this. I'm going to read you three stories, and you have to tell me which one of these are fake. Okay? If you get this correct, what are we giving James? John, a kiss my ash ashtray and hat. Is that it? Do you have a kiss my ash no. ashtray hat? Okay, so here we go. Hey, everybody here we wins. go. Starting one. Story number one. Children forced to smoke cigars as a punishment. This is a strange but sad story out of Kuala Lumpur, which is in Malaysia, just, just to let you know, lady. Of course. And yes, of course. Who does it? Details of how a teacher who caught his young student smoking in the boys' room forced him to smoke cigars. Classic as, 80s song. As, by whom? Lady M? Excuse me? Are you, are you with us this morning? Yeah. Smoking in the boys' room. Do you know the song? Smoking no. in the boys' wow. room. Wow. Bump, bump. No. <laughs> With the snaps? No, that's the Adams Family. I'm feeling old. Song. Stop. It's all right. How a teacher caught his young students smoking in the boys' room, forced them to smoke cigars as punishment. The school was appropriately freaked out, but the Western Pacific region has well-documented problems with adolescent cigarette smoking. This was recently brought to light via viral video of a two-year-old Indonesian boy who apparently smokes two packs a day. What? Yes. Okay. That was like a year ago. Keep in mind, I don't know. I don't know. Number two. In Australia, children are prohibited from purchasing tobacco products. That sounds reasonable enough, right? Well, as long as they have an adult buy it for them, they are legally allowed to smoke cigars and cigarettes. And story number three. Once a year, Amsterdam, a city famous for its debauchery, allows its residents, regardless of their age, to purchase cigars. It's a tradition that's been going on for over 150 years, 
but in the past few years has become under fire from the media in the area. All of those stories sound badly true. <laughs> One of them is not real. One of them's not real. One of them is not real. Two of them are. I think the second one's not real. The second one, in Australia, children are prohibited from purchasing tobacco products. Uh, as long as they have an adult buy form, they are legally allowed to smoke cigars and cigarettes. That is true. Believe it or not. <laughs> so is the uh, children forced to smoke cigars as punishment in Kuala Lumpur. The once-a-year Amsterdam story where you could buy cigars or tradition over 150 years was the fake one, James. Wow. Thanks for trying. Let's yep. still give this guy a hat for participating. Appreciate it. Live in the studio here at Kiss My Ash Radio, James from Boynton Beach, Florida. Nice try. Well done. Up ahead, we have our Meet Your Maker segment with Dave Savona, which should be really interesting. First time on Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. In their Miami factory, Casa Fernandez makes the finest limited quantity cigars with Class 7 Cuban Master Rollers. Made in the USA in the Cuban tradition. The chocolate bar, the Casa Fernandez Reserva Maduro Corona Extra 5x46 was a big hit at the 2013 IPCPR. The Miami-made Reserva Maduro was blended by our world-renowned Arsenio Ramos, proudly made in the U.S. with the world's best rollers and Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaves of tobacco. This is Dan Tian from El Tianti Cigars, and I made Lady M cry. Chisano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Chisano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Chisano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M.
Welcome back. Honest Dave here with my gang, Adam K., the brewmeister, and the lovely lady. Um, during the break, Adam, you're telling me about you do the movie? Well, it was this bit I had in college I used to do all the time. The, the movie guy voice? The, the movie phone guy, like the automated yeah. movie phone? Yeah. Let's hear this. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, and thank you for calling movie phone. Please press 1 if you know the movie you would like to see. I, I thought it was a different... I thought it was yeah, the guy I'm doing commercials. Yeah, I'm Like, coming this summer. Oh, that This guy. series, you know, that guy. Oh, no, it's the automated movie phone. No, no, that, who cares about the automated movie? I, oh. I, I'm impressed with the guy who does the, the oh, movie like commercials. Oh, like Pablo Francisco. When yeah, he does can you that do him? Uh, hang on. <clears throat> coming this fall. To no, I was better. Stop. Oh, that was awful. Coming this fall. That was horrendous. Stop. Coming this fall. From the I, people I who brought you Listen, Scream neither, and Scream you, 3, we bring you... Coming this fall, Jesus wearing sandals. You sound like... <laughs> coming this <laughs> Nothing fall. Nothing like it. <laughs> All right. Listen, every week we... That one I can't do. <laughs> by the way, this cast of Cuba is, is really starting to spice up on me. I know. I you was do? shocked by that. Are you getting the same... Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, I got a little more spice. It was really not like kind of medium, mellow to start, mm-hmm. and now it's really... Pepper's really kicking in. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Well, I'll keep you posted as we go along. But uh, every week, we like to invite someone very special to be at what I consider my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Attention, please. The smoking light has been turned on. This week, we have senior editor and director of Cigar Aficionado magazine, uh, Dave Savona. Dave, uh, welcome here on Kiss My Edge Radio. Abe, good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning, sir, and uh, really, uh, we appreciate you taking time, I'm sure, out of your busy schedule and weekend to join us here. Uh, you and I have communicated via emails in the past, I think a phone call here and there, but it's an honor to have you on the show and uh, talk about uh, what you do. Oh, thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be on. Great. Dave, um, as senior editor and director of Cigar Aficionado, what exactly uh, are your duties there? Uh, I do a bunch of different things at the magazine. Uh, first and foremost, I, I write stories about the cigar industry and uh, other parts of the magazine. I edit stories that go into the magazine, and I'm uh, involved in planning the content that goes into the big book. And I also uh, oversee our newsletter, Cigar Insider, which is published twice a month. Uh, our new one, Cigar Aficionado News Watch, which also comes out twice a month. And I direct the uh, overall editorial content of our website, Cigar Aficionado Online. Well, and, and how, how many years have you been with Cigar Aficionado now? It's been a while. It's been 18 and a half years. It'll be 19 in, uh, in uh, June. In the summer. Wow. Congratulations. And, uh, uh, thanks very much, Abe. Thank you. Um, what, do you um, what do you consider your favorite aspect of your duties? Do you enjoy writing more, or working on the editorial content, putting together content? You know, uh, I, I do enjoy writing. I, I've, I've been a writer basically my, my entire life, so I, I really do like getting the writing cap on and, and getting the words on paper. But, uh, you know, we've got a great group of guys at the magazine uh, who I uh, work with and, you know, uh, working with them and, uh, you know, uh, editing it, whether it's editing their copy or uh, you know, working alongside them, uh, uh, that's, a, that's a real treat as well. Uh, so it's, it's really, it's, it's a nice job because uh, every aspect uh, has its charms and uh, it's never boring, which is a good thing, too. Yeah. Uh, honest Abe here with Dave Savona, uh, Senior Editor and Director of Cigar Aficionado Magazine. Uh, Dave, um, speaking of stories, what was your favorite or, say, most interesting story you were involved in throughout your career in Cigar Aficionado? You know, I'm going to go with one that uh, wasn't about cigars. There's a, a number of years ago I, uh, I put on the boxing gloves and uh, actually learned how to box 
with a trainer in New York. It started off as just something I wanted to do for fun, and then I, I pitched uh, pitched it as an actual story. So the guy uh, taught me, you know, how to how to throw a punch, how to take a punch, and it ended up with me in a in a ring with a with another guy uh, getting a couple of shots thrown at my face, and uh, <laughs> and uh, that was an absolute treat, just a, a thing I had never done before, and a real experience, one of those kind of life experiences that uh, I'll remember for my entire uh, my entire life. Wow, that sounds interesting. Um, Dave, what did you what did you do before you uh, joined uh, the cigar aficionado there? Sure, I was actually a business writer for a small publication called International Business, and I enjoyed the types of stories I was doing, but I wasn't completely fulfilled because uh, it was a magazine that not a lot of people knew about, and I and I didn't get a lot of reader feedback. And in addition, I wasn't really a business writer at heart, uh, but I was a cigar smoker, and I started reading. Cigar Aficionado magazine. I was a reader before I was uh, an employee. And, God, I fell in love with it right from the beginning, and I really wanted to do something for the magazine. And so uh, I made a lot of phone calls and pitched uh, a story and was persistent and got a freelance story in the uh, Jack Nicholson issue in 1995 wow. on CEOs Who Smoke. And that kind of got me uh, my foot in the door for when they were looking to expand the staff and got me in there. Wow, interesting. Honest Dave here with uh, Dave Savona, uh, senior editor and director of Cigar Show magazine. Um, you majored in English in college, and after graduation, uh, took a job at the International Biz Magazine, like you were just telling us. Was was that your first writing, uh, you know, job? Yeah, I was hired from by International Business right out of college. So I was wow. there for a, I was there for five years uh, before joining Cigar Aficionado. So yeah, I, I always wanted to be a writer, and. Yeah. Uh, Got my foot in the door with that with that magazine. It was a good learning experience and uh, led me to where I am today. Which is that was going to be my next question. You, you did, was writing something you were always felt like you were destined to do from you a young child. Yeah, I always enjoyed it. I was one of those kids who was always you know writing stories and uh, you know I, I tried writing movie scripts as a kid. Uh, I was the, the the guy who was always kind of writing things down and you know I I took uh, creative writing classes in high school and uh, I've written everything from poetry to. Uh, to magazine articles, I haven't done a, a full novel, but uh, I was always uh, always interested in writing. So I, I wanted to figure out a way to make writing a part of my life. Some wow. people just have that gift, that natural yeah, gift. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sure uh, your job there in writing and, and your duties for Scott Aficionado is taking you all over the world. What's one of the most interesting places that you've been to uh, working for Cigar Aficionado? Uh, sure, I've been absolutely blessed with this job. One of the things we do is when we do do a story, we like to get there in person to you know, see the person we're writing about face-to-face, you know, walk the tobacco fields with them, smoke cigars with them, uh, listen to, their, to how they speak, see their mannerisms, and get to see them up close. And I've been, I have been to all the places you can imagine that where they grow tobacco or, or, or make cigars. Uh, I go to the Dominican Republic uh, all the time, Nicaragua, Honduras, uh, Cuba, Ecuador, uh, probably one of the more interesting places I've been to is Ecuador. It's, uh, I went there to visit the Perez family, who grow uh, tobacco, as well as the, uh, the Oliva Tobacco Company family. Those, those are the two major growers for uh, Ecuador and tobacco. And that was just what I, I've never felt more away from home because you're, you're going through these uh, banana plantations, driving on these really rutted roads to get out to the tobacco fields, which are incredibly remote, huh. up against the foothills of the uh, Andes Mountains. It's a, Absolutely beautiful place, very remote place. That was probably one of the most interesting places I've been to. Wow. But but, but you guys also, uh, in Fish Now, you'll cover fine dining, uh, 
you know, uh, other stuff from cigars. Has, has, have you been into like Europe or any of these places covering any of the restaurants or stuff like that? You know, I actually don't go to Europe very often. We have uh, writers who go to other places. We, we, you're right, we do cover all types of things in Cigar Aficionado. We cover uh, the world of fine golf, uh, travel, automotive, uh, uh, fine watches. Really, uh, the magazine is all about the good life. And, uh, you know, we all love cigars, and cigars are a major part of the magazine. But really, our magazine is for people who appreciate the good life, uh, whether they enjoy a fine cigar or not. And that could be a great drink, a wonderful uh, round of golf, or just uh, interesting things that are interesting and high-end things that make uh, their lives worth living. Very true. Speaking of a fine drink, uh, Cinco de Mayo is fast approaching. Uh, what do you, what, what's your recommendation on uh, what uh, you're going to smoke and uh, drink on Cinco de Mayo? You know, I've got a good one for Cinco de Mayo. They're, uh, there's a brand, uh, an old brand from the cigar industry, one you may have forgotten about. Uh, Teamo's been around for a long, long time. Oh, gosh, yeah. Mexican brand. And we just gave uh, a Teamo cigar, the highest rating we've ever given a Teamo cigar. I think the highest rating we've ever given a cigar from Mexico. The Teamo Revolution Robusto Ovalado. Uh, in our Jan Feb issue, we gave it 92 points. Really a dynamite cigar. Really was that in the issue of Cigar in- in- Insider or the magazine itself? That was actually the magazine itself. That was the uh, the one with Ron Perlman on the cover, the guy yes. from Sons of Anarchy. Who does the um, the ratings? Oh, we're going to get into that because you just brought that up. <laughs> that's a big that's question. A, that's a question. We're going to talk yes. about that. Uh, so uh, we got to go to break. Abe, uh, Honest Abe here with Dave Savona, uh, Senior Editor and Director of Cigar Aficionado. We're going to get into that rating system right after this. Don't go anywhere. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the Laurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the Laurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars. Awarded a 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. The lovely Lady M here. I want to invite you to join me and the girls of Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge inside the prestigious PGA National Resort. Enjoy your favorite cigar while relaxed in a comfortable lounge setting of plush leather chairs and flat screen TVs. Open daily and late night, Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge has a full walk-in humidor, full liquor service, and complimentary valet services provided. For more information on Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge at the PGA National Resort, visit www.smokein.com. Smoke In, continuing the cigar journey like no other.
This is Christian Eroa, and if you want your own cigar brand, Fabricas Unidas has a deal for you. And make sure you listen to Kiss My Ash Radio. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honest Abe with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting live from the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in the heart of Boise Beach, Florida. Uh, we have a very special guest today, part of our Meet Your Maker segment. We have Senior Editor and Director of Cigar Aficionado excuse me, Magazine, Dave Cervantes. Dave, once again, thank you for joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you, Abe. Absolutely. Dave, before we went to break, I wanted to ask you a question. I was reading up on your online blog on Cigar Aficionado, and I was noticing that you had just gone to Cuba um, on a on a long trip. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about your trip and a little bit about your blog? Yeah, sure. I was just in Cuba for the uh, Habanos Festival, the annual uh, celebration of Cuban cigars, attended by uh, roughly like uh, 1,100 uh, people from around the world, uh, cigar retailers of Cuban cigars, cigar distributors, and it's also where the uh, Cuban cigar industry, Habanos S.A., uh, unveils some of its new cigars that are coming out to market in the uh, upcoming year, and I was there for about a week. Very cool. How do you find Cuba? You, I mean, I'm sure you've been there a few times. Are you still fascinated with it? Has it you know, become basically commonplace for you to visit Cuba at this point? Because I know Americans talk about it all the time. Sure, you know I, I've been there about uh, about a dozen times now, but it's it's always a special trip when I go. It, you know, Cuba is a is a beautiful country. Uh, it's uh, the people are wonderful, the cigars are tremendous, and the city of Havana is a uh, is a city you know made for tourists. There's a number of hotels, uh, uh, all kinds of restaurants. It's located along the water, but it's also a very sad trip because I know uh, you know many people can't go there, and I know that the you know the the, the, the Cubans have uh, lived a, a difficult life over the uh, past several decades. So it, it, it's a bittersweet trip. I love to go, but uh, it's also one that uh, makes you think a little bit when you do go. As someone who would know and have experienced, Dave, because there's always different stories and people have different you know, 
concepts, whether they're right or wrong. Uh, there's still a Cuban embargo going on. And I'm sure as a, someone from the media press, you have a special privilege of going there. But what exactly are the laws currently for Americans who are wanting to travel to Cuba? Yeah, they, they, the laws do allow you to go if you're a journalist. That's how I'm able to go. Journalists are allowed to go there freely. Uh, people with relatives back in Cuba are allowed to go. And there are more and more flights direct from the U.S. Uh, than there have been in the past. A number of additional airports opening up flights to Cuba. I was just in the uh, Fort Lauderdale airport uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, where my flight was boarding was very close to where a flight to uh, to Havana was boarding. Oh wow! So it, it's a definitely a, a sign of changing times that there are more flights going, but but still the limitations are very severe, and the only people that really can go are journalists, people with family back there, and a couple of other people who get and uh, people who do aid and stuff like that. I'm sure could still go there. Of course, yeah, and also uh, people who take these special hosted trips where, uh, you know, you're, uh, that are operated under the, with the uh, permission of the uh, U.S. government that allow Americans sense. to go and to, like you said, to help out and, uh, either on religious trips or on trips to, uh, you know, help uh, provide assistance to, you know, people who, uh, to, who need assistance in Cuba. Well, well. Honest Abe here with Dave Savona, uh, Senior Director of uh, Cigar Aficionado Magazine. You know, Dave, uh, you've been with Aficionado for almost 19 years now, and one of the big things that's always there is an interesting profile, or as the cover photo of who's on the magazine. In your 19 years, who's been your favorite profile that's been done in the magazine? Yeah, there was a great profile written a couple of years, uh, several years ago, by uh, our executive editor, Gordon Mott. It was a profile on Sylvester Stallone. It was, uh, it was actually a Q&A with Sylvester Stallone. And, uh, you know, I just started smiling immediately on re- uh, reading it. Gordon did an incredible job of uh, asking him questions about his life. And uh, he had a sense of humor I didn't realize uh, until I read that article talking about you know, traveling across country with, uh, with a very large dog and all the trouble that entailed. And uh, it was just a fascinating piece. Um, also, uh, one, of the, one of the stories that really got me into the magazine was the, um, the uh, Q&A that uh, editor and publisher Marvin Shankin did with uh, Fidel Castro yeah. back in uh, 1994. Um, it was just, uh, you know, it was a very tough interview to get. It took a lot of persistence and determination. And, uh, you know, Marvin sat down with, uh, with Castro, asked him some serious questions, and it was a, a real feather in the cap for what was a relatively small magazine at the time. Uh, to be able to sit down and uh, get a very rare interview with someone who doesn't do a lot of interviews. And as a, as a person who was curious about Cuba, I was very interested to, uh, to see that, and I found that a fascinating read. Now, Dave, a, l- a lot of people have basically accredited Cigar Aficionado for the original boom back in 1996 uh, for creating the boom, and it's been said many times that Cigar Aficionado helped instigate that whole boom coming out, the covers, the actors, the whole... A perfect storm of the situation. How do you feel Cigar Aficionado's role was in that, and do you feel the role has changed from pre to post boom? Sure. Well, you know, I look at it from a from a different perspective. You know, Cigar Aficionado was founded in the fall of 1992, and it, uh, looking at it from a business perspective, in 1992, about 100 million premium cigars were exported to the United States. Uh, very soon after, the imports started going up, and by uh, by uh, within a couple of years, those imports soared to 200, then to 300 million, and then past 400 million units, and then settled down a bit. And looking at it from my perspective, I started reading the magazine before I started working at the magazine. And for me, what Cigar Aficionado did was it demystified the the buying process 
of cigars because cigars are can be a very uh, complex and mysterious thing if you don't know about them. And you know, when I was a cigar smoker and I went to a cigar shop, I was you know a little too proud to maybe ask for help. So I, I, I remember being in college and grabbing a cigar that was a little too strong for me at the time. Yeah, smoking it and uh, you know being a little bit overwhelmed by it and saying, okay, you know, I'm going to go back to buying drugstore cigars. I used to buy, uh, <laughs> I, I used to buy F.D. Grave uh, Breva 100s. He's great. Wow. Oh, yeah. Remember those? You ever smoked those? Yeah, yeah I know. Actually, I know I used to sell them, but I would never smoke them. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a college budget, they were excellent. You know, 100% tobacco, but yeah. machine-made, broadleaf wrappers. Here in Connecticut. Yeah, in Connecticut, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. And then uh, buying a, um, a copy of Cigar Vichinato, I saw all these numbers, these ratings. And I, so I wrote down some numbers. I wrote down some tasting notes that looked intriguing. And I went to a cigar shop kind of with a little uh, a handwritten note on the sly, and I, was, I used that to find a couple of cigars and, you know, kind of make some intelligent choices. So for me, it, it definitely worked. Cigar Vicinato helped me become a more informed buyer of cigars, and it also, um, you know, opened up this incredible world I didn't know about, you know, these people that made these wonderful cigars and these countries I hadn't experienced before, and it, it it opened up a whole new door for my cigar smoking. I think that a lot of readers experience the same thing that I experienced. And, uh, you know, did Cigar Vichinato play a role in the cigar boom? I mean, I certainly think it did, and a lot of cigar makers certainly think it did. Uh, if you look at the timing, the um, magazine came out in 92. Uh, cigar sale, sales started ticking up in 1993, and, and uh, there was the cigar boom, which was a really crazy time of uh, increased cigar sales. And of course, we're far away from the cigar boom now, but cigar sales are doing pretty good again, and... Uh, Last numbers I saw from the Cigar Association of America had imports at about 314 million units uh, when you strip out the machine-made cigars. So it's a, it's a pretty healthy market right now. I remember when I first discovered Cigar Aficionado, and it, it, you know I can't recall the year exactly. It's probably 94, 5-ish. Um, maybe when I tell you the cigar, you may have a better recall, recall but... Uh, my cousin, uh, who was really into cigars that had been reading the magazine, we were at a bar, and, um, you know, I've been into cigars. I would I'd grab a cigar here and there. In fact, I used to go to Diana Silvis' shop uptown uh, tobacco in Chicago. I'd usually I'd grab a cigar before I'd go watch a show at Second City or, or you know, anywhere down in the Gold Co- Treasure Coast down there. Great shop. Yeah, and um, he's, he, he was telling me how he had to find this El Rico Habano. Oh, sure, yeah, okay. Because it just got this, like, stellar rating. I think at the time it was a $3 cigar, $3. It, I, uh, Ernie Carrillo. Back yeah. In, uh, back on uh, Little Havana. Back when he was still rolling them here in Miami, and it, it just got, like, a 90-some rating, and it was a three fifty cigar. And I'm like, where are you getting this information from? And he was actually the first person who exposed me to the magazine and, and, and you know, obviously been a follower ever since. So um, definitely as a, as a young cigar smoker, it definitely helped to guide me and, and shape my my uh, consumption over the years uh, and, and, and into my retail uh, career. Um, uh, very interestingly, uh, ratings. You know, a lot of people, there's always a question of you know, ratings and how it works. And I'll be honest with you, I've been in the industry myself 18 years, and I've heard about five different variations on how Cigar Aficionado actually rates cigars or obtains their cigars or does rating for their cigars. I mean, I don't know if it's top secret or not, but it was. Oh, not, not at all. I'm happy can to talk you about share that. with our listeners the process? I mean, does anybody send you? Because I mean, nowadays there's a new cigar company starting up every week. 
Yeah. There are tons of new cigar companies. Do and people just send you cigars? How do you choose which cigars you're going to include in the rating? How many people rate it? How, how, I mean, if you just give us a little synopsis on the process, I'm sure it's probably one of the most asked questions we get from any of our listeners. Sure, we get the question all the time because the ratings are very important. I mean, and we take them very seriously because they do have great impact. And it's really the same process we've been doing for, God, now almost it'll be 22 years in, uh, in the fall. Uh, the ratings are done blind which is very important to us. And that means that uh, we as tasters do not know the identity of the cigars we're smoking. We have a person, uh, a tasting coordinator, his name is Clay Whitaker, and his, uh, his primary job is to obtain cigars. Uh, we buy them at retail. You know, he goes to cigar shops in New York City, orders some from sources outside of New York City. And uh, he buys cigars at retail and brings them back to the office and takes off they're the cigar band or band. Some cigars have more than one band nowadays. Yeah. And he creates a code, uh, and he'll, he's the only one who knows the code. You know, there's a uh, if it's for a cigar aficionado, it's a numbered code. You know, one to to seventy five or however many we're rating for that issue. If it's for cigar insider, it's a number code. So like a one. I get a cigar as a taster. I just know it's either one two three four or five or a one two three whatever. Sure. And uh, the tasters, you know, sit down and smoke the cigars. And uh, now the tasters, you, Gordon, Marvin, or yeah, I'll give it. It's actually six people on the panel now. It's uh, myself, Gordon, Marvin, uh, Greg Matola, uh, Jack Betridge, and Andrew Nagy. And each one of those tasters has been uh, with the magazine for multiple years. Uh, most of them for an awful long time. Uh, Gordon and Marvin, of course, have been there from the very beginning in 1992. Uh, and when we do break in a new taster, uh, that person is a taster on probationary status for the first six months, which wow. means they're, they're, yeah, they're smoking the cigars, but their scores aren't being counted. And we do that to, you know, we want to see how they do um, and, and see if they're doing the process right, if they, you know, uh, have the right language, uh, they're experiencing the same things we're experiencing with the cigars. And when they, they've, they've proven they've done a good job, we move them onto the panel full time. And every cigar is smoked by a number of tasters, not all six for each cigar, a uh, minimum of two for each cigar, usually three. Um, so you guys actually try three of the same cigar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. but, you know, that, that it's, it's the, only, the only way to do it. We always have uh, multiple tasters on a cigar. And if the scores are, are far apart, uh, we throw another taster in there. We might throw two more tasters in wow. there. Well, if the scores are still far apart, we might just taste it all over again. I want to continue this conversation, Dave. We're at the top of the hour, but we're going to talk more about this whole process uh, right after this. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Are you tired of all the new cigars coming out? If so, forget all the new flavors of the week and return to a consistent classic, Casa Magna. Ranked the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Aficionado in 2008, Casa Magna delivers the same rich, bold flavors year after year, and always at an affordable price. So the next time you walk into the humidor and feel overwhelmed by all the new brands you've never heard of, just grab a Casa Magna and rest assured you've made the right decision. Casa Magna. Taste delivered day after day, year after year. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Provada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedors. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Provada can be best described in one word. Satisfying. This is Iron Mike, Mike Ditcher, and I love Just My Ash Radio. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Welcome to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of belief. Honest Abe here with my gang, Adam K., and the lovely Lady M., and uh, we had uh, senior editor and director of Cigar Auto Magazine, Dave Savona, on for our Meet Your Maker segment. And it's so interesting, we're going to run it over into hour two of Kiss My Ants Radio. Uh, Dave, thank you for joining us once again. We really appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule. Oh, thanks, Dave. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So before the break, we were talking about the rating system, which has you know, kind of been a mystery and a myth and stories to many people across the country. So you were telling us how you have a panel of six, and obviously... They have a trial period, and they permanently get on, and you have a coordinator who will go out and arrange and buy the cigars retail, either locally or uh, via out-of-state to obtain whatever he needs. He codes them specifically, and then uh, each of you are, will get 
a certain group of cigars and smoke two, maybe three. So this is not a quick process. It's an extensive process for you guys. That's right. It's not a quick process. It's an extensive process. And that's why we don't do it. Uh, to, we're not in a room together smoking cigars at the same time. We all have other jobs to do. We're all writing stories, editing stories, uh, doing other things. So, uh, you know, we, you, it takes a long time to smoke a cigar. So you smoke a cigar at your desk. You might have a, a story in front of you doing other things as you're, as you're rating a cigar. So it, it does take a long time. And it's a serious process and one that we take uh, very seriously because we do know the impact of the ratings. But the main, the main thing about the way we do our ratings and the thing that uh, we think works the best is the fact that we do them blind. And, you know, because if, if you know the identity of what you're smoking, it's very difficult for you to take those preconceived notions out of your mind and give the, uh, the cigar a fair... The unbiased, sure. Yeah, I mean, if you throw a... You know, if, if you were to throw a Cuban Cohiba band uh, around uh, uh, one cigar and then take the same cigar and put a, you know, a, a generic brand, a band that you've never seen before and, uh, you know, maybe put a, a silly name on it, it's going to be very hard for, uh, for a person to, you know, take those expectations out of their mind, whether it's the presumed high expectations of a Cuban Cohiba or the, the presumed low expectations of a brand they've never heard of before and, or don't recognize. Approximately how long is the process start to finish when you guys start your review basis to completing it? Yeah, it's a good question. It, 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 sometimes it seems that we've got test cigars going on all the time. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I come into the office and I've got a, a tasting humidor and uh, you know, our tasting quarter brings new cigars in. And, you know, uh, it, it does take quite a bit of time. So, uh, and, and there's, there's a number of different things we taste for. We taste cigars for Cigar Aficionado, which is published six times a year. And we also... Uh, taste cigars for Cigar Insider, our, our twice a month newsletter, and that's where we kind of focus on um, on uh, for, uh, vertical brand tastings. We might take a, a new cigar brand, and if there's five sizes, we'll try to rate all five sizes of that brand to really give a a detailed uh, description of how that brand performs. Well, you seem to have gotten the dream job, huh? You know, it's it's a, I'm I'm a very very lucky man. I <laughs> I love cigars. I love my work. I work for an incredible company. And uh, the cigar industry, I, I, I don't have to tell you, you know this very well, the cigar industry is full of wonderful people. And uh, it's, it's my job to get to uh, spend time with these people and, uh, and write their stories, share their stories, and uh, smoke their great cigars. So, yeah, I, I'd call it a dream job. <laughs> That's great. Um, do you feel or do you take any weight in your measurements? Uh, or, I mean, do you even think about all the weight that the cigar aficionado has when it rates a cigar? Because, I mean, obviously it's been said many times, and I've heard it, how basically, you know, a high rating makes a brand, you know, and it launches it. it could, you guys could take a company basically that's obscure and unknown, and it's happened in the past, and put them in the stratosphere. Sure, we do take it very seriously, uh, because we do know the weight that goes beyond our, uh, behind our ratings. So when, we're, when the tasters are, are tasting a cigar, we, we take it very seriously and make sure we give it a fair uh, and accurate score, you know, to the best of our abilities. And we're also careful about, uh, you know, what cigars we rate. We don't just rate every cigar that comes out. We like to have the cigars uh, have some type of a market presence before we rate them because, uh, you know, our magazine is widely read throughout the United States, and it's also followed uh, outside the United States. Um, last time I looked at our, our website, CigarVishnano.com, uh, I looked at the traffic over a one-month period, and we had visitors from 147 different countries. Wow. But it has a, has a wide audience. So when we rate a cigar, if it's in Cigar Insider, we ask that that cigar is carried in a minimum of 50 shops. 
And if it's going to get into Cigar Aficionado, we'd like it to be in 100 shops. And we have a, a process. We have a questionnaire people fill out. And, you know, we just don't uh, rate every single new thing that comes out. We like it to kind of have some type of market traction first. Because, we, you know, it's, it's one thing to give a, a cigar a great rating, but if, if people can't find it anywhere, we're not really necessarily helping out our readers. So Very true. Very true. Uh, fact or myth? Uh, does advertising in the publication bear any way on whether a cigar gets uh, actually reviewed or not? Uh, that's a myth. I mean, we rate uh, advertisers. We rate non-advertisers. The uh, uh, in the last the new issue, the Pierce Brosnan issue, which is coming out on newsstands uh, on Tuesday. Uh, looking through the ratings, there in addition to the Cubans, which can't they can't advertise with us at all. We True. Rate Cuban cigars all the time. There's uh, there's at least three different brands in there that don't advertise with us. Uh, Barracuda by George Rico, the Oja de Flores, uh, there's a Perdomo Sun Grown in there. Um, those are companies that, for whatever reason, don't advertise with us at this point, and uh, their ratings are in there. And there. And there you have it, because that's probably one of the most most well-known misconceptions that's out there. So there you have it for our listeners. Um, yeah, amazing. Uh, any, anything that are uh, anything are, uh, that you'd be coming up or reviewing that you'd like to let our listeners know about? Any tidbits, inside information? Sure, I'll give you, a, if you want, I'll give you a couple of the uh, top scores from the uh, the issue that's coming out on Tuesday on News. Beautiful. There we go. Yeah, great. A couple of nice cigars in there. Uh, there's a Romeo by Romeo Julieta Robusto that we gave a 93-point score to. Uh, yeah. The $7 smoke, really uh, nice, rich, and sweet with some chocolatey flavors. The uh, We gave big scores to the Paramide uh, a couple of years ago. It was on our top 25. That's really a, a brand that's been doing very well with us. The um, My Father's Cedros Deluxe Cervantes, a Lonsdale size, 91 points. Uh, that's under $10 right there. Uh, this is a new one that's uh, really good. The Alec Bradley Mundial Number 5. That's a brand that uh, Alan Rubin was working on for a long time, finally yes. got the blend to where he wanted it. We give that one 92 points. That's a real meaty, rich, spicy cigar. It's a little more money, eleven ninety-five retail. And uh, I'll give you one more. I'll give it 90 points for the San Cristobal Revelation Profit. Uh, another one from the Garcia family made for Ashton. Uh, Carmel Nutty. The robusto size about 750 SRP on that one. You know, David, it's interesting you brought up the different price points there, and we know that might be one of the things we missed in the rating. How much does the price point go into how it affects the rating, or where does that fit it in? It has to be none. Oh, that's, that's, that's a great question. That's a great question. The yeah. answer is it doesn't fit in at all. Yeah. Because when we're rating, we don't know. Not only do we not know the brand or the country of origin or anything else about the score, we don't know the price. Yeah. So one of the things that it, probably bedevils some of the people that make cigars, but we have, uh, you know, 7 and uh, $5 cigars even that uh, outperform $20 cigars. Uh, you know, you can get a great cigar for a couple of dollars if you know where to look. Absolutely. I tell that to people all the time. Yeah, one of the most popular things we do, and we do a top 25 rating every year, best cigars of the year. Absolutely. We also list uh, top bargains of the year. And, you know, there's usually about uh, 25 or 30 cigars, uh, depending on the, the, on the year, that have a suggested retail price of six bucks or less, and they score eighty-seven points or higher. So yeah, you can get a great cigar for a, for a very fair price. Well, Dave, before we let you go, I want to ask one final question. The one I kind of saved for the end is the one I'm anticipating to excited about to hear the answer. So if any of our listeners that are out there, I urge you at this moment to lean in and pay attention, because as someone who's been in the industry and probably knows more about what's going on the back ends and the intricacies uh, behind the scenes. What's your opinion and your take 
and how this industry, especially here in the States, will be affected should the Cuban embargo be lifted? Uh, that's a wonderful question. You know, I think if the Cuban embargo is lifted, and it has to be lifted at some point, it can't last forever, I think that will be a, it'll spark a new cigar boom. You know, um, it'll drive interest in cigars because the, the word Cuba and cigars are they're synonymous. People think of cigar. When they think of Cuba, they think of a cigar. Because sure. In, in, in 90% of the world, I mean, basically everywhere in the world outside of the you know, United States. Sure, yeah. You know, and Cuba's the birthplace of fine cigars. But um, so with the, I think when the embargo is dropped, people who maybe haven't smoked a cigar in years or have, even haven't tried a cigar before might say, you know what, I want to try a Cuban cigar because it's been something we weren't allowed to smoke here for so many years. That said, I, I think it'll be good for the entire industry because there's one thing that's been proven over the years by cigar aficionado ratings is that the cigars made outside of Cuba can go toe-to-toe with the cigars that are made in Cuba. You know, when, when I wasn't there in the very beginning, but as the story goes, nobody really wanted the cigars to be rated together. The non-Cuban guys didn't want their cigars rated alongside the Cubans. The Cubans didn't want their cigars rated next to the non-Cubans. But over the years, I mean, the non-Cuban cigars perform just as well as the Cubans. They sometimes outperform them. Uh, and it's a, a wonderful, rich market because of all these great cigars that are made all over the world. And I don't think anybody uh, who smokes cigars should be satisfied with cigars from just one country. I mean, I love cigar- smoking cigars from all over the world. And I think when people experience all these different cigars, they're going to still want cigars from Honduras, Nicaragua, and the Dominican, as well as from Cuba. Do I think it's a new cigar movement coming. Do you think that the cigars will become readily available? Will there be a lot of litigation tied up as to who's going to have rights? I've heard so many different stories. Yeah, I think there will be a lot of court battles going on over the uh, over the brand ownership, and the and then the distribution will have to be worked out. Uh, sadly, I think there will be a, a resurgence in, uh, in counterfeit product. You know, people will say the cigar is made in Cuba when it's maybe not. We already have that problem today, but I think that, that will become uh, exacerbated. Uh, and the Cubans right now, you know, they 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 don't, they don't make as many cigars in Cuba as they make in, say, the Dominican Republic or Nicaragua. So they'll be hard pressed to meet the world demand. They'll 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 be some there'll be some blips in those days after the embargo is dropped uh, for sure. But I think what will end up happening is um, it'll I think it'll be ultimately good in the long run, ultimately good for cigar makers from around the world and for the cigar smoking community in general. Uh, Honest Dave here with Dave Savona, Senior Editor and Director of Cigar Fishing Magazine. Dave, i got to apologize. I lied to you. I actually have one more question. Sure, okay. <laughs> because Rob. this is actually my personal one, and I just thought of, because you had mentioned the top 25 earlier. It's something I've always had a little beef in understanding. I don't understand the top 25, because to me, I don't get it in the reason the fact that it's open to every cigar every year. Like, I mean, this year there was a Don Carlos number two, which was like for me, like rating a, you know, '67 Cadillac, you know, you know, El Dorado convertible. It's like a classic. Of course, it's a, you know, a top cigar. It's one of the best cigars, you know, probably in the history of the industry that I've enjoyed. Um, Great. And like, I see a cigar that's number one one year, and how I don't understand how next year it's not even in the top 25. You know, my always my always conception of this top 25 perfect rating was that it should always have been the cigars that have come out that year, just like the Oscars. Sure. It'd be very it'd be very weird to give, you know, um, Forrest Gump the best yeah, the Oscar, Oscar for this year. year. Yeah. And and, and that's always throw me off with the top twenty five rating of cigar aficionado. Well allow me to explain. The top twenty five rating it's the 
to be eligible for the top 25, the cigar has to get a good rating uh, in Cigar Aficionado or Cigar Insider for that year that we're, we're, con- we're considering. And we do focus a lot, especially in Cigar Insider, on cigars that are new to the market. But with Cigar Aficionado, we do a mix of cigars that are new to the market and also uh, mainstays. I mean, uh, you know, we have new readers coming into the fold all the time, and for them, they might know that they might not, you know, they haven't been around as long as you or you or I, Abe, and they might not know how great uh, Arturo Fuente Don Carlos is or Patron Exclusivo. So we try to uh, also rate some of those mainstays. So the, the one thing that gets you qualified for our top 25 is you have to be rated by the magazine or the newsletter in that in that calendar year. And so once we have those ratings, we take a look at all those top-scoring cigars, buy them again at retail, and there's a new testing process. And that one is, is, is as exhaustive as our regular ratings process is. This one's even more extensive. And to be a number one cigar, it has to impress in that top 25 tasting for two or usually three different tastings. It's kind of a, we call it the battle royale. It's like a product mm-hmm. elimination of the, the best rise to the top. So that's a real tough contest for any cigar. Yeah, I, I imagine it's got to be a, a tedious and very tough process, but psychologically it just seems to me that something's flawed or wrong when a cigar is number one one year and then not even in the top 25 next year. How did it not get a good rating in the following year? Well, the way we do that is if a cigar gets Cigar of the Year, uh, we, we tend to leave it alone for a little bit because it's already proven itself. We sure. Made it number one, we've, t- we've tested it a bunch of times, and we really want to you know, make room for other cigars. And we don't see there's – we give it a, a, a several-month break, at least, from the ratings, uh, sometimes even longer than that, because, you know, that one's already been number one, so let's, you know, let's, let's see what else is uh, great. It's not an indication that the cigar has fallen in quality. Sure. Uh, it's just a, an indication that we're looking at something new and letting other cigars pave the way. Sure. Well, listen, Dave, I really want to thank you very much. It's been a great interview, especially for me personally. I learned a lot. Great talking to you. And uh, next time you're anywhere in the Fort Lauderdale area, you know, layover or going by, please come on up, stop by, hang out. We'll have a drink and a cigar. You know, I'd be happy, Dave. Thanks very much, Adam, Lydia. I appreciate the time. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Dave Simone, a senior editor and director of Cigar Fishing. I don't know why I gave him trouble saying that today. Cigar Aficionado Magazine, uh, great interview. Up ahead, uh, we're going to have uh, Fact or Crap with Special K and Smoking Stories. If you want to challenge Adam K to Fact or Crap and win some of his cigars from his humidor, start dialing right now, 877-960-9960. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAshRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente's Fuente. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. 
the time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. I am Matt Booth from Room 101, a.k.a. Swanky White, Swank Dog 3000. Oh, yeah, my mom's real proud, and you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Zykar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zykar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Stop by smoking today and become part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. Prized by a small group of devout followers, Juan Lopez cigars are likely the finest and rarest of the Nicaraguan puros favored by aficionados. Each year, a scant few of these beauties are handcrafted from the choicest Nicaraguan tobaccos. Every leaf is carefully selected for exquisite flavor and strength. The Juan Lopez smoke is intensely flavorful, rich and robust, yet smooth and well-rounded. Discover this rare treasure for yourself. Surgeon General's warning cigars not a safe alternative cigarettes. Eduardo Fernandez is at the front of one of the largest tobacco growing operations in Nicaragua, producing strong flavors from the valleys of Jalapa, Condega, and Esteli. Casa Fernandez uses Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaf in all its factories. The Fernandez family are growers and blenders by nature. Light up our box pressed Aganorsa leaf cigars, available in our very own Corojo Jalapa wrapper and in San Andreas Maduro. The Aganorsa leaf Maduro, one of the best cigars of 2013, rated 92 by Cigar Aficionado. The Illustri, a 5x48, is now available in stores. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I'm this, Xavier. This song is a little out of your realm. No, man. The gyms. You know my realm. I can't even believe you know who's singing. Gyms, baby. You, you have no idea what my realm like, is. You're like so old, much older than this. This song came out when I was in like middle school. Listen, I am cross trans generations. <laughs> the gyms. The gyms. I bet you wore your chain at this time. I still got my big chain. Dancing, I can just see you. I'd wear my big delicious chain that Matt Booth custom made for me more often. We didn't weigh like eighty pounds. Yeah, that is a heavy (laughs) chain. (laughs) Like brutal quality chain. Yeah, it's a good workout. Necklace. (laughs) It's a good workout. It'll work out. Okay, we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna do uh, what's in the box, and then we're gonna hit uh, factor crap. So let's start with what's in the box. We are the box. What? We are the box. I'm gonna open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar news. Here we go. Cigar news for 4/19/2014. Room 101 announces Daruma Gold. Room 101's gold theme is continuing. The company has announced the Room 101 Daruma Gold will begin shipping April 30th. Daruma Gold is the follow-up to the original Daruma. 
the company released in 2012, but with some slight changes. Outside, the gold accents replaced the silver that adorned the original release, but the largest change comes on the outside of the cigar. Guess what kind of wrapper? Mexican San Andreas. Once again, we're seeing it more than ever in this industry. A Mexican San Andreas wrapper is being used in the place of the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper from the original. Back are the same five sizes at the same price points. Uh, Lasia Sampler. The long-awaited Lasia Tobacco Sampler has begun arriving in the hands of customers. Earlier this month, the company began shipping the six-cigar sampler to retail stores. Inside are three sizes of each blend. A 4x46 Petit Robusto in the white, a 4x48 Petit Robusto in the black, a 6x50 Toro in each line, and two special sizes for the white, a 6x58 Perfecto, while a box press 6x54 in the black. Unlike many other samplers, the item is primarily designed for events, but will be available for sale with a retail price of 55.70. The Griffin Grand Robusto, Griffin, an old Davidoff-like staple cigar, you know, unfortunately solid, but you just don't hear about it or see about it like you used to. Nope. Well, they're making... Oh, I was, was going to mention that they were going to be one of our sponsors at the Smoking Series of Poker. Yes, the Griffin. There is a Griffin table at the Smoking Series of Poster, hopefully re- re- revitalizing their popularity once again. The newest size of the Griffin will be a 5 and 3 eighths by 52 Grand Robusto in the Griffin Classic line. The cigar will be shipping May with an MSRP of $14.15. Although pricing could be lower due to taxes, uh, it is offered in boxes of 25 as well as 4-packs. It will be the 12th size in the line falling between the Toro, which actually features a rounded cap, and the Robusto. The Griffin Classic line uses Ecuadorian Connecticut, a Dominican Pilo de Oro Seco binder, and a San Vicente Seco Piloto and Olor fillers from the Cubao Valley in the Dominican Republic. The Griffin is a division of Davidoff, and the cigars are made at the OK Cigars in Dominican Republic under the tutelage of uh, our, our favorite uh, tobacco Henke Kellner. Speaking of Dominican, I'm telling you, this Casa Cuba is really has no profile of a Dominican cigar that I've ever smoked. Not, not even close. I would have never guessed this cigar to be a Dominican cigar, and I'm going to tell you something, this will not be my morning cigar oh. ever. I, I had to stop. I mean, it was it, getting it, me it, a little bit. It is very, very full body. The pepper really started kicking in. Something I definitely would enjoy after a hearty lunch or dinner. Absolutely. Without a doubt. So that's my take on the uh, Casa Cuba cigar. Available currently only in uh, stores in the state of Florida. So if you're really looking for it, uh, call your favorite retailer in the state of Florida. In the state of Florida, call. Ortega Serie D Black. The next version of Ortega Serie D is expected in late June. The Serie D Black is slated to be the fullest of the Serie D line. With Ortega admitting the line only needed a mild offering to be fully encompassing. To do this, it uses an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan fillers. Three sizes will be produced. Robusto, Toro, and Bellicoso, retailing between $8 and $10. Like the rest of the line, the Serie D Black is being made at My Father Cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. We sold in 20-count boxes only. Um, unlike the Serie D and the Serie D Maduro, the Black will be round as opposed to box pressed. Huh. Interesting. Yes. Uh, General's Natural Disasters. Here we go. General Cigar Company is launching a series of regional cigars named after natural disasters, or what I like to say, how they operate their company. Boom, boom, boom. Aptly called the CAO Natural Disasters, if you can believe this. 
four different blends sent to various regions of the country. The central U.S. will receive the CAO Cyclone, which features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. Heading to the east is the CAO Heat Wave, because, of course, in the east there's a heat wave. Yeah. Yeah. What about the, about the CAO Polar Vortex? That'd be yeah. a better one. That's going to Canada. The west region will get the earthquake. <laughs> How many of you guys read this? Do people really want to be reminded Wait, of these and here's things? the best one. Returning to the southeast will be the CAO Hurricane. Yes, because... <laughs> Do people That's really want to be mean. reminded of a natural disaster when they're smoking a cigar or something that I, has possibly I, ruined their house or their know, life? I or... bash on this company every week and how no one's even contacted me to say what my problem is is amazing. But I can officially say that the think tank at General Cigars is empty. And yeah. I don't say empty. Empty. I think it's no, no. Lacking. It's gone. There's nobody there. <laughs> They have left the room. There's a five-year-old in their room thinking, coming up with ideas that someone's actually making now. Somebody was watching the news one day and said, how great would it be to make a cigar based off of this earthquake that just happened? First of all, I can't remember. I believe it was Nat Sherman. This is going way back. I'm going almost 20 years back. Wow. But Nat Sherman, is it Nat Sherman? I'm going to venture. I wish Dave was on the phone. He would know. But Ned Sherman had a brand called Hurricanos. Hurricanos. Mm. It was a yellow band. Actually, look it up. Hur- Hurricanos. It was a yellow band with a green palm tree bent in the wind. Okay. So first off, this is not even an original idea. Yeah. To boot. So it, no one, no one in General Cigar said this was stupid 20 years ago. Let's bring it back again. You know. And to boot, we'll add an earthquake, a cyclone. What is a cyclone? It's a tornado. It's another Why word. Why just call it a tornado? Well, I don't know. You know, anyways, I, I have to really, uh, deep from the bottom of my heart, thank General Cigar Company for giving me so much fodder to discuss on the air. It's just amazing. And, you know, the next art, the next news story, CEO Flathead. Who cares? Done. That's the important news for this week. Um, right after the break, we're going to do Fact or Crap with Adam K. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shells, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. Drew Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet 
herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. This is Kurt Kendall from 724 Cigars. All I do is dream about listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. That's f***ing stupid. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoking locations. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honest Steve here with my gang, Adam K. and the lovely Lady M. Um, Adam did the research. We found out during the break. He's exactly right because I knew it was a smaller company at the time. And that Sherman was huge. Thomas Hines owned the brand. Huracanos. And Thomas Hines was big makers back then of uh, pipe tobacco. And I'm not even sure if they're still in business. But, you know, right after the boom in 96, 97, they started making cigars. And Huracanos was one of their cigars. Thomas Hines. Huracanos. That's going way feed. back. If you check out the Twitter feed, there'll be a picture of the band. Yeah, we got a picture of the old Huracanos band coming up. Okay, fact or crap? A fortune in fabulous prizes may go to these people today if they know when. It's fact or it's crap. Here we go. Factor Crap with the Brewmeister. Adam K., I believe we got Jim on the line. Jim, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Morning. How you guys doing? Good morning. How you doing, Jim? Doing great. Doing Where are you great. from, Jim? Uh, New York. New York City. Well, uh, hopefully it's starting to get warm and the weather's starting to get nice there. Finally. <laughs> are you smoking a cigar this morning? Not yet this morning. I, I try to wait till noon. Well, hopefully we'll get you some of Adam's cigars really quick that you can smoke. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number one. you got to let us know if you think it's fact or crap. Lady M, you'll do the honor of keeping score, please. Here we go. A Lancero is a type of cigar leaf. That's fact. A Lancero is a type of cigar leaf. That's a fact. That is crap. Uh-oh. A Lancero is a cigar size, my friend. Adam takes an early lead. Question number two. Zeno Davidoff was the first person to use technology to humidify cigars. 
That's fact. Wow. I would have gotten this one wrong, but it's actually crap. How did, why would you say crap, Adam? Um, because I feel like that's something that... He was the first with. to make a walk-in humidor. I, that I would believe, but it just seems like something people would have been doing for a lot longer than that, than from when Zeno would have come on the scene and taken over for that. No, it was uh, Alfred Dunhill. Oh. Was the first to do well, it. we know Zeno Davidoff uh. is no longer with us, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Trinidad is the only Cuban brand to have no double produced in other countries. No clue, but I'm going to say crap. It is crap. The only Cuban brand that's not produced outside of Cuba is Cuaba. Ah. All right, so we're three to one. You could do it here, Jim. Hang in there. Number four, tobacco is un- tobacco is under a tent when it's going to be used for wrapper. Grown That's fact. You are both correct. That is fact. Number five, tobacco fermented one to two weeks. Tobacco is fermented for one to two weeks in most cases. That's crap. You are both correct. It's one and a half to two months typically. Five to three. Six, burning burning the tip of a correctly rolled cigar should be oh, excuse me the burning tip of a correctly rolled cigar should be a ball should be a ball <laughs> yeah it's an odd question it's crap it should be a cone ah, the burning cone. tip yeah it should yeah. be a cone uh, number seven pool right. well, uh, Adam got it right Jim missed it so we're at what 6-3 you can still do this you were, you were within range to still do this here we go Puro means a cigar made from tobacco grown in one country. Fact. You are both correct. Fact. Tripa corta is a type of wrapper leaf. That's crap. What? Tripa corta is a type of wrapper leaf. You are wrong, Adam K. Jim is correct. It means just means cut tobacco in Spanish. Ah, yeah. No hablo español. It's in the filler. What's the score here? Five seven. Five seven. Well, you could tie this here just for uh, pride. Number the nine. Is on. <laughs> Number nine. The addition of lajero leaf makes a cigar spicier. That's fact. That is crap. You are both wrong. It makes a cigar oh. stronger, technically, not spicier. And we're going to read the last one just for fun. Winston Churchill was said to have smoked over three hundred thousand cigars in his lifetime. That's got to be crap. Adam's right. It's actually fact. Wow. Well, Jim, nice try, Adam K. Dubbed you again. Do you have a kiss my ash hat or ashtray? Not yet. I need an ashtray, though. All right. Stay on the line. We'll get you an ashtray. Kyle will get your information. Thanks for calling, and keep listening. This is off the air. Great. Uh, big congratulations <laughs> to Randall from Abbeville, Louisiana. He is our Zycar winner. One of great prizes and good stuff. Good man. Good folks out in Louisiana. I think the uh, trade show is, I, I hopefully, I know it's in Vegas this year, but hopefully it's going back to uh, New Louisiana. New Orleans. New Orleans New, next year. New, is it New Orleans yeah, next year? Yes, we're road tripping it. Yeah. Yes, that's right. We are yeah. road tripping it. KMA is going to, what are we getting? One of those, like, uh, I like we're going to get one of those Volkswagen. I want to get those 70 Volkswagen buses yeah. and just document our trip from here 
to the trade show in New Orleans. I just want to go to that fried chicken place that you've been talking about. Oh. Willie Mays Whiskey House. Like, I don't even like fried chicken, but I just want it I'm so telling you, bad. Willie Mays Whiskey House. Anyone ever in Louisiana, New Orleans, has to go to Willie Mays. I don't even like chicken. It was the best fried chicken I read. They were lined around the corner in the rain. I'm not kidding. I asked, I asked a cab driver, where's a good place... The locals, anybody who here should eat. He says, Willie Mays Whiskey House. Okay? So I don't even know what it is. Whiskey House, I'll check it out. We leave the IPCPR in the middle of the day because we can't go at night. He drives us, like, into the slums. I mean, there were houses still torn down from Francis that haven't been rebuilt. Katrina. Katrina, thank you. That, that, that weren't being built. And I'm like, where is this guy taking us? And then we see this line all down the block. And, you know, there's like just the soffit of the building and these people are all pressed up against the wall to stay out. It wasn't pouring, but it was drizzling a little bit. So I'm like, oh, we're out of here. And Brain's like, let's just ask how long. I said, look at that line. It's like three blocks long. You know, we don't have time. Just let's just ask. She gets down there. They said 20 minutes. Get out of here. 20 minutes? So we got out. We stood in line. Sure enough, it was 20 minutes. Man, they had people pounding in and out. And as, I, and as I'm talking to people in line, Everyone around me has like traveled like hundreds of miles to eat here. <laughs> They're from other states. I mean, I mean, it's just crazy. But they all heard about it. And as I got closer to the door and I saw people coming out, I started shouting, "Is it really worth it?" And, they, and I swear to God, the words were like, "I just left heaven." People were coming out like they just saw Jesus, who wears sandals, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I am so hungry right but now. But it was really amazing, and we went in there. And all you're gonna get is fried chicken or a pork chop, I believe. And their sides, and that's it, man. They seat you, they feed you, and they move you out. But the chicken was so crispy, but so juicy on the inside. It was like it was insta-seared. It was amazing, because I'm really not a big chicken fan, but it was. And then I found out that the Food Network and whoever rated the best fried chicken in the world. So, you know, speaking of food while I'm juicing, that's how I want made his fried chicken. Uh, we got more after the break, folks. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Kiss by Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Casa Fernandez has done it again. Following the breakout success of the JFR 770, Eduardo Fernandez has transformed the way you look at the everyday cigar. At four and a half inches and a 46 ring gauge, the JFR Junior has taken all the flavor of a Nicaraguan Puro at an incredible value and balanced it perfectly into an enjoyable everyday Corona. Made exclusively at the Casa Fernandez Nicaraguan Esteli factory, the JFR Junior will be sure to please the palate of even the most staunch aficionado. Don't wait. Make sure to pick up the Casa Fernandez JFR Junior at your local tobacconist today. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. And again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. This is Pete Hernandez. I love a Modelo in the morning. 
with my Kiss My Ash radio. Me too. I'm Steve here. I want to tell you about the coolest cigar app that you could download for free. It's called Cigar Boss, and it features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me keep track of the cigars in my humidor, helps me pick out the perfect cigar that I want to smoke, and read what other real cigar smokers are saying. Cigar Boss will help you find nearby cigar shops and offer special deals only for members. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone or Android device today. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Adam K. the Brewmeister, lovely Lady M. Showing us pictures during the break of the house you're renting. You're going down to Nicaragua. I am going to Nicaragua. Are you going to visit cigar factories? Um, down I would like not. to. No, I would really like to swing by a, a factory and see a farm. How far are you going to be from Esteli? Um, I'm not sure. I know that we're flying into Managua, um, going to Los Cardones, and then going down to San Juan del Sur. We're going to be all on the West Coast going up and down. Wow. When is this trip? Uh, end of June. Uh, and, and why? My sister will be there. When's the last time you saw your sister? Uh, a year ago. Over a year and a half ago almost. Yeah, she's just traveling the country. Yeah, she lives over in New, um, New She's Zealand. a Toys R Us kid. She's just... Doesn't want to grow up. Yeah, she... <laughs> Listen, she's living her different lifestyle. She's oh. a traveler, a backpacker. That's what Jack she Kerouac. does. Is she at least documenting it, writing a story about it, memoirs? Listen, some... This girl graduated college and left the country, hasn't come back. It's been two Australia, years. <laughs> New Zealand, yeah, Greenland. She's all over the place. And now she's Greenland? Moving, she's, Iceland, sorry. She's going Iceland. to Mexico and she's traveling all down New Zealand, um, New Zealand, Central Australia, America. Right? Yeah. And so I'm meeting her in Nicaragua and she's going to Peru Did she make it through Mexico? She hasn't gone there yet. Oh. She's going there in May. So I look really poor. I, I know. <laughs> Don't get kidnapped while I you're know. Down I know. I told her, I said, I hope you make it to Nicaragua because I'd hate to miss you. All right. <laughs> Let's do an episode of Quick Hits. Fast, fast, fast. Last night I cut the light off my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Quick Hits. Quick Hits. Quick, quick, quick. All right. I got ten words here. I'm going to read them. And Lady M and Adam K. Adam, try to be somewhat responsive within a few seconds. You know, I just don't want to talk I know the synaptic, over her. I know the synaptic network. You have no delayed. problem doing it any other time. Oh, my. Okay, I'm going to read words, and you guys just tell us what first comes to your mind. You ready? Yep. Spring. Fall. Rain. Easter bunny. Chocolate. Happy. Blind. Man. Tasting. Speak easy. Strippers. 
Whiskey. Okay. Hoover. Damn. Strippers. Damn. <laughs> Had to throw that one in there. Sorry. Vacuum. Suction. Strippers. Cleaning. Strippers almost works for all Why of these. Why is that with these words? Yeah. <laughs> Pencil pusher. Packet protector. What's the matter? You have nothing for pencil pusher? I mean, you could still work strippers in there if you're creative. <laughs> All right. Lame. Dog. Lame dog? <laughs> I don't know why I thought dog. Yeah, three-legged dog? <laughs> Lame dog with no tail? Duck, one ear? Duck, duck, duck. Duck? Duck. Lame duck. Do, do you know what a lame duck is? No, she doesn't. Okay, eagle. Rare. Fly. Monkey business. Ooh, 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 ooh. Funny. Wow. Was that actually supposed to be a monkey? <laughs> I was, the first thing I heard was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Chimpanzees all over the world just died. That's cool. All right. Not that was one. our episode of Quick Hits. Now it's time to see who belongs in a cigar asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. All right. That's a really creepy intro. It is pretty creepy. Brought to you by Cigars. Brought to you by CLE Cigars. Yes. Cigar Asylum. Here we go. Our first, our first candidate number one. Last Tuesday was the one-year anniversary of the bombing at the Boston Marathon. Wow, has it been a year already? Yeah, yep. wow. crazy, right? I feel like it just happened. And some monumental jackass did this. A man left a backpack unattended at the finish line of the Boston Marathon. He was barefoot wearing a long black veil and was screaming Boston Strong as he put down the backpack. The entire area was evacuated and the bomb squad detonated the backpack. It didn't even have a bomb, but did have a rice cooker filled with confetti. The guy's 25-year-old Kayvon Edson, who is now in custody, police also detonated a second backpack that reportedly contained photo equipment and may have belonged to a member of the media. No one was hurt, but Kayvon Edson, you definitely belong in a cigar asylum. Candidate number two, getting pulled over sucks 99.9% of the time. You get pulled over a lot, Lady M? I haven't in the past year, but prior... Yes. Do you bat your eyelashes? And you know what? For the first time, I normally take the ticket and I. Do you cry? Don't lie. No, the last don't, time I got. Don't pulled, lie. Have you cried? No, I've never? never. I've never cried. But the last time I got pulled over, I did play the. Oh please! It, I've never done that before, and it worked. <laughs> so I need to do that more did often. You, did you play it, or was it like a real like? No, I, I played it. It was I was speeding down the road, and then he I didn't have my insurance or anything. I'm gonna venture to say I don't know this for, for, for a fact. But have you gotten pulled over in the last five years, Adam K? No. Yeah. Adam K, believe it or not, has to be the best driver I've ever driven with. He drove me to where? South Carolina yep. one time? He drove. I'm, 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 if the speed limit was 45. He didn't drive 46. He didn't drive 44. That sucker was on 45. If it jumped up to 65, it was on 65. He signaled at least 30 seconds before he'd lane change. I'm telling you, <laughs> the most precise driver I've ever witnessed. I, I, I gambled. I said, this guy, have you ever been pulled over at all? Uh, yes, when I was 16. Uh, yeah, what did yeah. I tell you? Your driving is just about as exciting as the words that come out of your mouth. Wow. Wow. That was harsh. 
I'm gonna oh, go cry also, myself to sleep also, tonight. Also, this is the guy Perfect. who also drove his car into the ocean no, no, and never I saw it again. No, I wasn't driving. So, I he, was, let's... Hold on, hold on. You drove your car into the ocean? No, no, I did not drive my car in the ocean. The car I was a passenger in got eaten by the ocean when we were in Mexico. <laughs> and they drove to Mexico and Would had to fly back. Would you drive a car on the beach? They were drive, we were driving on the beach in five hours in into Baja from San Diego and, and nine tide, miles. The, the tide came in and took it out? The tide came in as we were trying to get it out. That was three hours of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> it was, there's great photos that go with it. I'll I bring in the full I need slide. to see those. Give those a John. I'll, I'll bring in the full slideshow. Yeah, there's some fantastic photos that go with it. Like my car is getting swallowed by the ocean and it, there's nothing for, okay, I can do one, about it. For one, it wasn't my car. Two, I wasn't driving. I was only the passenger and... Yeah. No, Adam Key, the brewmeister, solidly has to be the best driver I've ever witnessed. Listen, I'm not saying that I am the best driver, so I can't argue. You we hit stationary objects. Yeah. Okay, that was only twice. Twice! <laughs> twice! <laughs> I've hit stationary objects only twice. Twice. Yeah, it's not just once. Who moved that street pole? I know. Darn, it wasn't there five minutes ago. Tyrone, when you back up, things come from behind you. <laughs> Where'd you get that one from? Snatch. Oh, is that what it is? I yeah. forgot. That's a great line. When you drive backwards, things come up from behind you. That's pretty good. Well, the crowd, were you trying to say something? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? Yes. Well, I don't know that, that effect. It wasn't his car. That was the big red truck. Yes. We were coming back from event. <clears throat> we had the big red truck. It was like 12 o'clock. I was exhausted. It was raining. We're on I-95, and Adam runs out of gas. The thing was I know there, he, there. I know he probably felt like he just wanted to die at that moment because <laughs> yep. the, the parade of insults oh. and threats that was going to come after oh, this. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yes, But that, that doesn't affect his driving ability. It, was, it wasn't his car. He wasn't used to the, you know. The he, thing was from there to there like that. seconds, yeah. yeah. The big red truck. Okay, candidate number two from the Cigar Asylum. Getting pulled over sucks 99.9% of the time, but you have to remember that other 0.1%, unlike this woman. Around 3 a.m. on Tuesday, 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 Tuesday was the blood moon. Yeah. What a coincidence. By the way, anybody stay up and watch the blood moon? I did not. I did. It was pretty cool. I, I mean, did you stay up for the whole thing? Yeah. All the way to about 4.30, yeah. It was pretty wild. Did you see it or no? No, I was passed out. No, I'm going to get a telescope so my daughter can see the next one and leave it a little bit better, but it was insane just watching the eclipse come through. Turning red. I mean, it was pretty wild. But I guess the blood moon affected a lot of people this Tuesday. So on Tuesday, the 30-year-old Christina Hines stopped at a gas station in Castleberry, Florida, just north of Orlando. While she was leaving, the cashier noticed she left a 50 on top of the counter and tried to catch her, but she drove off. Luckily, a cop happened to be there and offered to handle it. So the cashier gave him the 50 bucks, and he sped up to catch up with her. When he turned on his lights to pull her over, she wouldn't and turned it into a high-speed chase. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, the cop ran Christine's plates and found out that her license had been suspended. When the police eventually stopped her with a spike strip, (laughs) it turned out she had a hypodermic needles and heroin in the car. She is now facing charges for drugs, paraphernalia, driving out license, and resisting an officer. No word on whether she got the 50 bucks back or not. Christina Hines, you definitely 
belong in a cigar asylum. And this segment was brought to you by CLE Cigars and Cigar Asylum Cigars. That was pretty funny. That, isn't that hilarious? That point one percent. Go figure. Fifty bucks. Some guy just trying to do a nice thing and Hey, oh. that's the way it goes. Uh, for those of you who are following um, Fantasy Fumari, yeah. uh, we're halfway through the second round. Uh, we still got uh, eight people still participating in Fantasy Fumari. Cigar Sexy, Red Lions, Fat, Drunk, and Stupid, Padron, My Skinny, Ash, Ash, Long Ashes, King of New York, Patel's Posse, and Cigar Fishery. For those who don't know what Fantasy Fumari is, it's basically a fantasy football league based on teams made up of three different cigars based on stick sales every two weeks. And the winner of the season will get a $100 gift card courtesy of Smoking Cigars. And uh, it should be an interesting week. Uh, a lot of upsets and a lot of big dominations in round one. I'm excited and, to see which one. Yeah, round two, uh, we'll, have, we'll have the scores next week. Uh, that being said, um, we wish all our fans out there a very happy and ha- happy and safe Easter holiday. Are you hiding eggs for the kids tonight? Yeah, do you have uh, any plans? What are you doing? Um, we're staying home. Uh, a very good friend of mine, you know Dennis. He's got three little girls. I got three little girls. Uh, he's actually one of the first friends I made in Florida outside the cigar shop literally 18 years ago. He's going to come up to the house. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, we'll do a little Easter egg hunt with the girls and whatnot. You know? Very fun. Hopefully we won't have to hide Adam's testicles. God, I would not want to find those eggs. <laughs> I don't know where this idea came from. I'm telling you that Mick told me you used to hide your testicles, you know, paint them up, <laughs> hide them around, see if Brandon could find them or not. Yeah, give away. Yeah, that sounds like something I John's would definitely do. John's saying stop. <laughs> John's like, no. PG-13. PG-13. Come on. Nothing wrong with a painted testicle. Yeah, give away. <laughs> that being said, everyone, we hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great weekend. In my uh, traditional closing, life is short. Savor the moments that count. If anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ass. Kiss it. Be merciless. Spare no cigar. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out. Smoke them like some Winston Churchill Like John Kennedy yeah. Remember Coach Red Arbach Smoked up for victory yeah. Well you can take my wife You can take my car But you can't take my big cigar my Take my big cigar, my cigar.